Welcome to the Talk of Fame Network. I've got a good deal on those boys. The scout said they showed a lot of promise. With your Hall of Fame voters. Don't act like you're not impressed. Ron Borges. You want to punch me right now, but you won't. Rick Oslin. I don't know what we're yelling about! And Clark Judge. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Go! On SB Nation Radio. For a number of reasons, all of you in the stadium understand how big this win was. But we have to go to Houston and win one. Well, that was our own Ron Borges after the Patriots advanced to their seventh Super Bowl and third in six years. Ronnie, nice job there. What, what exactly were you trying to say? Yeah, Bez that bottle over here, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was quite a thing. That was quite a thing. Of course, that was Patriots owner and friend of the show, Robert Kraft, taking what some said was a uh, thinly veiled shot at Roger Goodell, only... I didn't think there was anything about it. Uh, it seemed more like a direct hit. Uh, Gooseman, seems like that set the stage for uh, two weeks of narrative about the most important matchup of the year. Uh, I'm not talking about Super Bowl 51 exactly. I'm talking about Tom Brady, Roger Goodell, part two. Clark, I think that's a storyline that matters in Boston, New England, and one home in Connecticut. But I don't think NFL fans in Dallas, Denver, Oakland, or Jacksonville really care as much about the possible Goodell Brady or Goodell Graf Kraft handshake as much as you do. You know, I do a weekly chat for my newspaper, and I haven't read the word Deflategate anywhere since August. You know, personally, I've got a greater interest in the game itself than the possible post-game fireworks, and I don't ever recall Al Davis and Pete Rozelle coming to blows in a Lombardi Trophy presentation. But do you remember, Goose, in that, what was it, 1980 uh, Super Bowl when the Raiders were there? The NFL warned Pete Rozelle, you're on national TV. Grab the trophy with both hands because he may not shake your hand, but he did, that, and all was that, for, forgotten. That's because Ron forgiven. was throwing the punch. <laughs> that's right. Well, Ron, uh, you were there for that one. You're going to be here yes. for this when You cover the Patriots, and you have for decades, uh, to follow up what Goose said. Uh, will we have the same kind of coverage as we did two years ago immediately following Deflake? I mean, I know Tom Brady said he might have something to say about it afterwards, but that's not going to stop people from asking or, or writing about it the next Two weeks, so how much time or how many inches of copy you think is going to be invested in this topic? Well, because of the nature of the media these days, uh, there'll be a lot, far more than it deserves. Uh, as, you, as you mentioned, I was covering the Raiders uh, when that went on, and that was a serious matter. You know, that was Al Davis suing the league and suing Pete Rozelle, claiming they lied in, in uh, uh, private meetings and so forth and so on, and, and really threatening the foundation of the league at the time. You know, this was unprecedented. And he was moving to Los Angeles, and ultimately he did. And little known fact, he in fact had instructed his team that when, not if, when we win the game, you are to comport yourself uh, in proper fashion in that locker room when the commissioner comes in and gives us the trophy. And uh, uh, everybody was expecting something far different than, than what occurred, but Al had made sure that didn't happen. It wasn't going to happen. But, but, I, but I do think overall the thing's been, been it's way out of, not only out of proportion, I think uh, most people have forgotten it, uh, with the exception of sports writers. You know, one thing I'll tell you about Tom Brady, he studied the four agreements, that famous book, The Four Agreements, the second of which is this. Don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. And he has 
probably the greatest subscriber to that philosophy, which is why his life is so blessed, I think, uh, that I've ever seen. So he's not as bothered by it as everybody else seems to be. Okay, well, we're going to address that Super Bowl here in a few moments. But let me first tell you and our listeners what we have coming up in the next two hours here from our Renai studios. We're going to speak with Hall of Fame finalist and NFL Network analyst Kurt Warner about his chances for the class of 2017. We'll sit down with Hall of Fame safety Kenny Houston to hear what he has to say about the safeties in this year's class of finalists. And there are three of them, including senior candidate Kenny Easley, whom our Ron Borges is going to present. And we're going to hear from Hall of Fame voter Matt Mayoko, who will present, yep, Terrell Owens, T.O., to the board in two weeks. But first, let's get back to what's in front of us, guys. And uh, first, it's the Hall of Fame vote. That happens the day before the Super Bowl. Goose, as most people know, we elect five modern-era candidates the day before the game. You sense any late momentum here in the last couple weeks for a candidate we might not suspect? I guess I'm talking about a long shot. Well, I've received some phone calls in the last few weeks from advocates of a handful of the candidates. I, I think those advocates see what I see, three spots that appear to be fairly wide open in this class, and they want their candidates moved to the front of the queue. Now, I think there are four worthy offensive tackle candidates, and I'm curious if two can power into this class or if all four knock each other out like we saw in recent years at wide receiver in the pass rush. So so keep an eye on those offensive linemen. There may be some momentum there. Okay. Well, speaking of calls and, um, and people talking to each other, there's been a lot of give and take, as you guys know, behind the scenes over the candidacy of contributor nominee Paul Tagliabue. He's one of two. Jerry Jones is the other. He'll be presented by our own Rick Goslin. But you guys, uh, are you sensing another long debate? I'm talking about Tagliabue, not with Jerry Jones. Uh, it went, what, cl- close to an hour, guys, the first time he was put up as a candidate back in 2007? Yeah, I, I expect it to be a long one. You know, we haven't had Paul in the room since 2009. A lot has happened to impact his candidacy since then. There's been a considerable turnover on our selection committee since then, so, so I think it'll take time to present, digest, and debate his case, and I would expect Tagboot to be the longest discussion of this class of finalists. Yeah, I think Goose is right, and I think, uh, unfortunately, I think there's a chance that this could get a little bit ugly. You know, the campaign for Paul Tagboot has been really unprecedented, at least in my time on the committee. Avalanche of support letters, uh, frankly, more than a few of them with uh, what's become affectionately known as alternate truth. Uh, trying to sway uh, some younger voters, I think, who, who maybe weren't around when uh, he was ignoring concussions and ignoring California, ignoring player dis- discipline, and ignoring player safety. Other than that, he did a hell of a job. Uh, so I, 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 you know, I think <laughs> the only thing missing from his campaign is Kellyanne Conway, frankly. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, let's move on to the game. I want to Other than that, I that have no opinion week. on the man. I'll, I'll ask you about that next week. We'll reserve a space for you, Ron, for one entire segment. Um, <laughs> listen, I, I mentioned Brady Goodell. Um, it, it's certainly one story that I think at least will be written in the next two weeks in other places than uh, New England or Foxborough or my house. But um, another's Brady is the, the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, that's that's a layup, guys, for the idea guy who's on the desk who really doesn't have another idea. But but what about the other? I mean, there, there, are, other, there are other stories out there. Goose, I mean, after all, there's another team here. In fact, I heard some people say it might be a better team than the, the greatest show on turf. You know, we'll debate Matt Ryan's plays in history. You know, it's taken him nine years to reach his first Super Bowl, but it also took Peyton Manning and Drew Brees nine years to get there. So there'll be all kinds of stories in the next week about where Matt Ryan fits both in the pecking order of today's quarterbacks as well as quarterbacks of the past. The NFL's a quarterback's game. The Super Bowl has two very good ones. More stories will be written about them than any other player or coach or deflated football. Yeah, no, I think that's right. I think there'll be a similar story about Julio Jones. You know, is he, is he, is he Jerry Rice? You know, is he, uh, well, 
if they knew of Lance Allworth and, and, and Don Hudson, they might mention them, but they don't have any videos, so we can't <laughs> yeah, right. especially of Don Hudson, you know, so we can't talk about him. So I think that'll be the story. I, I think the other one that, that could be interesting is Thomas Dimitrov and Scott Bioli, who are now sort of running the Falcons' personnel end of things, against their mentor, Bill Belichick. Right, uh, right. You know, it's a uh, interesting sort of line. Pioli obviously went to Kansas City. Things didn't work out there. Uh, but they're booming in Atlanta, so I, I, I could see that sort of debate. Ron, that would be friend of the show, Thomas Dimitrov. Exactly. We should uh, get him on again. Gooseman, I mean, of, of all those, we, we, we've talked about all those, what, what in your mind is the most compelling story? If you had to write one, just one, what's the most compelling story here? Well, the, the storyline is Belichick schemes take the best player away from your offense. So I'm curious to see his plan of attack for Julio Jones. He's the best receiver in the NFL today. He's the one guy who would scare any defensive coach. He had a 300-yard receiving game this season, six other 100-yard games. If he slaps 300 on the Patriots, Goodell won't have to worry about a post-game handshake in the New England locker room. Well, guys, as you know, Super Bowl week typically yields little or no news. So, Gooseman, I'll start with you here. What are we going to learn in the week leading up to this game? Not just, you know, now and, and next. What, how about what are we going to learn going up to this game when there isn't a game? Like this week, for instance. Absolutely nothing. We've seen <laughs> the usual, the teams, right? We've seen the teams. We know the teams. What we don't know are the game plans. That's the only thing worth learning this week. And I doubt either Bill Belichick or Dan Quinn is going to offer up any nuggets in their daily press conferences. Hey, Ronnie, you're, you're going in Sunday night, right? Yes, sir. You've been down this road so many times before. What's your yes. first column going to be? Well, my first column is actually uh, going to be about the Roselle Al Davis situation of 1980, nice. comparing that to, to to what we're talking about here now, because that was, you know, that was real drama. That was right. high drama. You know, this to me is like uh, low class drama. <laughs> we like low class drama. I'm we all we do low like low class drama. drama. <laughs> <laughs> it's a low class show, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, before there's a Super Bowl 51, of course, there's going to be a Hall of Fame vote, and all of us are involved. We're going to talk about the candidates and that Saturday vote, sometimes called the long day's journey in tonight. It will be this year when we return. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. This is Billy Whitehouse Johnson, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Hi, Tom Bodette, trying out one of those standing desks. Now I have the pleasure of working without the nuisance of being comfortable. Not sure a standing desk is for me. I'm really more of a resting couch kind of guy. But there is one thing I can stand behind, and that's Motel 6 offering clean, comfortable rooms still for a great low price. Now, where did I put my sitting chair? I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.18%, APR 4.35%. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Little Caesars has five hot and ready items at only five bucks each. Choose from a large hot and ready classic, eight-piece Caesar wings, four 20-ounce beverages, family-sized bacon cheddar loaded crazy bites, or new family-sized cinnamon loaded crazy bites. It's a deal so great, even my newborn is excited. What's that? She just said cinnamon loaded crazy bites? Her first words. $5 hot and ready deals only at Little Caesars at participating locations plus tax.
Pizza, pizza. And now, Geico Saving Stories. Nikki Peasley was happily married to Scott. However, something between them changed after Scott spent 15 minutes on Geico.com. Constant gifts, chocolates, flowers. Like he discovered a cash tree. Cash tree, indeed. Unbeknownst to Nikki, Scott had saved hundreds of dollars on their car insurance by switching to Geico. His gifts never stop. Geico, spend 15 minutes and 15% or more in savings could be gifted to you. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. If your computer is running slow, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. In minutes, you can activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk that may be slowing down your computer. Increase your computer speed today with MyCleanPC.com. That's MyCleanPC.com. Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green, the iconic cleaning formula known around the globe. Try a Simple Green product today, and if you're not 100% satisfied, I'll refund your money. Visit us at SimpleGreen.com. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. If your computer runs slowly, and whose doesn't, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can activate MyClean software to clean up and clean out what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Talk of Fame Network is also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper. Get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. See how it works? Go to grasshopper.com. So we said at the top of this hour, we're going to check in with Hall of Fame finalist Kurt Warner, and we will in a few minutes. But before that happens, let's review some of or more of what he is up against in the Hall of Fame class of 2017. And since we have Kurt on this program, Goose, I want to start with him. I mean, he's a three-time finalist who reached the top 10 his first two years of eligibility. That's good. And he's a popular choice to make it this time. That's even better. Any reason he won't? Yeah, I think the offensive linemen are the key in this class. All four of the candidates on the ballot would be worthy inductees in the class of 2017. All four were all-decade players. You know, if you assume that a Tomlinson's a slam dunk, that leaves four spots. How many of these linemen get in? Three? Two, one. I think candidacies could rise and fall based on the number of offensive linemen in this class, and that would include Warner, Jason Taylor, Dawkins, all of them. Hey, Ron, whenever Warner's name comes up, people always talk about that donut in his career. That means basically the years between St. Louis and Arizona. Is that a big deal to you? I mean, the fact that he wasn't a dominant quarterback then, in fact, he was riding the bench in, in, in New York and then beginning in Arizona. But is that a big deal to you? It's not a big deal, but I, I think whoever... Uh, makes the presentation needs to address it because you know you talk about five years. You know it wasn't like it was a season and a half or something. Right. Uh, and you add that to his first year when he didn't play at all. So basically half his career, you know, he was a subpar player. Now he also started f- strong and finished strong. And uh, I think that's what makes him really interesting and unusual case. It's not. Right. It's not going to be uh, easy to keep him out, nor to nor to get him in. Yeah, well, Goose. Going back to what you said too, I, I just I, I think the idea that he. Raised the Titanic twice. I mean, first with the Rams and with the Cardinals, two debut organizations at that time. 
and was a two-time MVP, Super Bowl MVP, and Super Bowl winner. You'd know the, the drill. Um, I, I would think that would clinch the deal with him. I mean, to me, next to LT, meaning Ladanian Tomlinson, of course, I would have to believe he's the favorite, no? Well, Tomlinson's a favorite. And, and I think Warner, if you're going to stack the candidates, I think he'd probably be in that number two slot. And, yep. and based on what Jacoby did last year, I think he could be in that number three slot. But again, we talked in the, in the first segment about uh, guys coming on strong, some momentum building. I, Maue and, and Baselli and, and these guys, I think there's a little momentum here for some of these offensive linemen. And I think they're going to decide, you know, how many spots are left for the Warners and the Taylors. Well, it'll be interesting. We, we bring out four offensive linemen. There may be a whole new committee next year. <laughs> You're right. I can assure you of that. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I think it's more likely they, they cancel each other out. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. you know, I like this guy over that guy, but I'm not going to put four uh, guys or three guys at the same position at the top of my ballot. When I say my, I mean the, the royal my or we. Uh, and we saw it happen with pass rushers uh, a number of years ago. Uh, we saw it happen with those four receivers forever. Uh, and, you know, it's a real, it's a real problem. Well, I think we'll have multi or none. Yeah, I think oh, there oh, could really? be two get in or none. And like wow. you said, that one year we had those four pass rushers on the ballot. They all got knocked out in a vote to 10 because right. they all took each other out. And that, that conceivably could happen because these are all worthy candidates and the team lines are drawn. Well, Gooseman, I mean, you ran an interesting poll last week on our website, and that would be talkoffamenetwork.com, where you asked uh, who other than LaDainian Thomason, who other than LaDainian Thomason is the favorite to make it as a first-time finalist. Who won that? I mean, what were the results? Well, we discovered our listeners and readers like defensive backs. Safety Brian Dawkins got the nod with 34% of the vote, and cornerback Ty Law right behind him at 30%. Geniuses, Tony our listeners. Tony, well, Ron voted a lot. Tony Vaselli <laughs> led the say, offensive players. That would be Ty Law, who Ron Borges is presenting. Uh, Ron, you, you think any of these guys make it other than LT? Other than LT, first-time finalist. I think Ty's pretty live. I think he's pretty live. Um... I think Dawkins is a little live. I actually think Dawkins could hurt Lynch. I'm not, you know, I could see them knocking each other out. I could see Dawkins going ahead of them. Um, you know, the, the the good thing for for these guys that are are other than LT, that you know, like in Ty Law's case, he's a first time finalist, but he's not a first ballot home. You know, he's already whatever. He's, this is his second or third year of eligibility. Third, I think. Yeah, a third, I think. So you know that that takes a little of that onus off for those people who who think that that's a special sort of honor reserved for. Uh, the Johnny Unitas of the world, you know, he's not bucking that. But I think it's going to be, like Goose said, I think it's going to be an interesting class, and I think somebody's going to get in, and I don't know who, that will be surprising. Yeah, there seems to be one every year. But, Ron, I'm keeping my fingers crossed this committee is fair to defensive players. The fact that the selection committee voted nine offensive players and only four defensive players to the slate of finalists tells you where the favoritism lies. Right. But like I said earlier, more than half of all the players in Canton played offense. We need to shrink the gap, not widen it. You're not going to shrink the gap by selecting four offensive guys and one defensive player from this class. So I've got my fingers crossed. At least two defensive players get in, and I think Taylor Law and either of the safeties are worthy choices. Yeah. No, I agree. That It would be good because it's gotten – and Goose has the numbers exactly, of course, Dr. Data. You know, it's it's the sp- the spread is just getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And, and you know, I don't I – don't, know what people are thinking really well goose i know what i'm thinking i like to run a little poll of my own and i like to do it now i mean uh, ron talked about the offensive linemen canceling each other out what about the running backs we got lt and terrell davis are on the ballot um we know lt is going to make it we know that but terrell davis was a top 10 finisher a year ago so he's in the on deck circle would lt cancel him out 
No, Tomlinson is on a slate of his own. The other four who are vying for spots in the 14. So I don't think Tomlinson impacts Davis at all. And we, we all know Davis has issues with his candidacy that are unrelated to Tomlinson. Hmm. That's a good question, Clark. You know What's the answer? Huh? I, I What's the answer? They cancel, does he cancel? Does LT cancel him out? He might. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he might just eliminate him, you know, where you just look and say, look, I can't put a guy who played, you know, two and a half years or, th- or, or three right. and a half years in ahead of a guy who rushed for whatever it is, 1,300 yards. That's going to be an uphill battle, the, uh, one of the many that, that Terrell Davis is facing, I think. Uh, I think Davis is one of those guys who's got enough votes to get in the room a lot but may not quite have enough to get out of the room <laughs> with a bus ticket to can. Hmm. Okay. Well, Ron, speaking of uphill battles, what about wide receiver? I mean, I'm, I'm pitching Isaac Bruce later on this show. No. As you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as you know, he's one of the 15 finalists this year. Does T.O. cancel him out as Reed, Brown, and Carter did for so many years at the wide receiver position? I think maybe. I, I, I think this is going to be an interesting discussion because normally we don't get into this guy over that guy, yeah. as you guys know. Uh, you, know you talk about whoever the name is at the moment. Uh, but I think in this particular case uh, of these two guys, I, I think there's going to be people in there saying, wait a minute, you can't put this guy with his numbers in ahead of Terrell Owens with his numbers. Uh, you, we can, of course, but, but I, I think that's going to be part of the, the debate, which doesn't usually happen. Uh, but I, but I, I got a feeling uh, that that may be. And, and maybe they cancel each other out and there's enough anti-Owenses to keep him out. And then, and then the counter response from the Owens people is, well, then we won't vote for the other guy which would be kind of sad. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see which of the two advance in the cut to 10 if Bruce can leapfrog Owens in the pecking order. That would be a telling commentary on the candidacy of Owens. Yeah, well, it's, it's going to be a tough one, and I think it's going to be tough for both of those guys. But we'll get to that later when I talk about Isaac Bruce on the show and we address questions about Kurt Warner's candidacy here. Guess what, guys? We're going to address them to him next. That's right. We have Kurt Warner waiting in the wings, and you're going to hear from him right after this. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper and get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, just go to grasshopper.com. Talk of Fame Network's also brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. The U.S. economy has been getting stronger and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.18%, APR 4.35%. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Make and receive business calls using our iPhone and Android apps. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Join over 250,000 small businesses who stay connected with Grasshopper. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Hi, Tom Bodette. Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't get modern art. Time was, if you splattered paint on a canvas, it was called a drop cloth. 
Now, it's called Genius. Well, something modern I do appreciate are the newly renovated rooms at Motel 6. Totally updated with all new everything, still at a great low price. It's like modern art, only it looks good and has a point. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. This hot and ready sports update is brought to you by Little Caesars. San Diego announced that their football team will be relocating 120 miles north to Los Angeles beginning in the 2017-2018 season. Little Caesars hot and ready pizzas. If your computer is running slow, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. In minutes, you can activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk that may be slowing down your computer. Increase your computer speed today with MyCleanPC.com. That's MyCleanPC.com. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Playoffs? We'll talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, former quarterback Kurt Warner is more than an NFL network analyst who, well, starting Monday, will be on site at Super Bowl 51 in Houston. And he's more than one of 15 modern-era finalists for the class of 2017, too. Yes, he is a two-time finalist who, in each of his first two years of eligibility, reached the final 10 and who not only is among the favorites for induction into Canton this year, but is our guest right now. Kurt, great to have you back. Oh, it's great to be on, guys. Hey, Kurt. Uh, First question. I mean, how astounding is it for you to think that once upon a time you had to fight your way into a huddle? I mean, any huddle. And now we're talking about you as a Hall of Fame finalist. Uh, it is. Uh, it, it's so surreal. Um, you know that for so long it was just I wanted an opportunity. I just wanted a chance, wanted a glimmer of hope that I could show people that I could play at this level. Um, and then after 12 great years with a lot of ups and downs along the way, to be in this category, to be among this list of finalists actually for the, the third time, it, it's just such an honor. It's so humbling. And, and as I said, it's surreal because I was the guy that was never supposed to play in the NFL and now to be considered, you know, as one of the greats, um, you know, and whether I'm elected or not, just to be a finalist three times, you know, puts you just outside uh, that category anyway. So just a tremendous honor. And uh, I'm enjoying the process as I do every year. And um, and we'll just see what's in store in the future. But, um, you know, the great thing is, is that I think just being here helps to define what I want my career to be about and to be able to inspire people regardless of where you start or how you get there. You can still have a great impact, uh, you know, in, in the time that you have and the opportunities you get. Kurt, do you think having been through this yourself, you know, one day you're stocking shelves and and, uh, and and just hoping for a chance, and next thing, you, you know, guys like uh, Clark and I are thinking of uh, deciding about voting uh, you into the Hall of Fame. Do you think there's other guys like you out there that somehow got kind of didn't get their chance at the right time or, or got lost in a shuffle a little bit when there wasn't an opportunity? Do you think that – you know, you're the only guy like this, or do you think that there's other <laughs> other players there that that we haven't seen? I think there's there's plenty of other players, and, and you guys know after watching the game for so long, you know, there's only so much you can tell about a player until they get between those lines in whatever environment. And, you know, specifically we're talking in the NFL, in pro football, you know, Tom Brady, uh, until he gets 
in those huge moments. You never know how someone is going to respond. You never know how good a football player someone is until you're in those moments. Yeah, you can look at the measurables and you know where they played and success or lack of success and all that stuff. But guys progress at different, you know, different ways, and guys can be able to handle certain things that other guys can. And that, to me, was just the difference for me, was that a lot of guys can throw, a lot of guys can make plays, but can you do it in the moment? Can you do it against the best in the world? Can you slow the game down? And those are things that we never know about anyone until they get that opportunity. And, yeah, I believe there's plenty of guys – that have missed that opportunity for for whatever reason or didn't get the right opportunity. I mean, I went to Green Bay's camp out of training camp, you know, and and Brett Favre was there and Mark Brunel and Ty Detmer, and I never really got a legitimate opportunity um, simply because of the situation that I was in. That may have been, you know, had I not got this second chance, that that would have been my only chance to show what I was going to do and what I was capable of, and that was in – a few short weeks in training camp where I had to try to fight for reps against other great players, nobody would have ever known uh, had I, you know, not got another opportunity. And so to believe that there's not other guys out there that are trying and looking and hoping for just the perfect opportunity to showcase their skills, I think is crazy. Uh, I was just fortunate that someone took a chance and gave me a second opportunity to do it. Otherwise, I would have been sitting back like I think so many others going, well, what if? You know, what if I would have got a legitimate opportunity? What could I have done? We've had uh, a number of guys on here in your position. We asked them about the Hall of Fame. You know, did, did they ever think about it? Guys like Brett Favre have said, nah, you know, it was just the game was reward enough. We've had some other guys that have legitimately said, yeah, I thought about it and, and, and hoped it. What about you? Did it At some point during your career when you start piling up the numbers and the victories, did it ever sort of cross your mind at all? That, hey, maybe in the end I'll end up um, in this club here. I mean, sure, it crosses your mind. I mean, from the time you're very young – I mean, you want to be the best at whatever you do. And, you know, being that I wanted to play football, no question. I mean, it was something that crossed my mind very early. And then as you're going through the process, I mean, I, I understood. I mean, how, how long it took me to get here and, and the road that I took. But I, I think for me it was a bigger picture that if somehow I can have the impact uh, in the short period of time that I get, to be able to get inducted into the Hall of Fame, what kind of impact that c- can that have on so many other people? And I think that's how I looked at it. Not so much to define my career, because I- I'm very content and very proud of the things that I accomplished, but more so if, if I could find a way to get there and let people recognize that it's not always about the number of opportunities or the number of moments you get to make an impact. It's about what do you do with the few or the many that you do get. And that to me, if I'm able to get in, is really the story for me, is to let people know, man, we're all not going to get the same opportunities. Life is not fair from that standpoint. But what do you do with the ones that you get? And to me, that's what my whole career has been about and why I love the way that that it took the, the path that it did. Because I think so many more people can associate with what it took to get here and what I was able to do in those moments and the ups and downs along the way and to say, you know what? I didn't get the opportunities I wanted. I didn't get as many as I wanted. I didn't have the moments, you know, like Tom Brady, to be able to play with one team for so many years and and have a chance to to go to set. I didn't get those opportunities. But the ones I did, I felt like I gave everything I could and 
did the best I could, and I believe I played as well as guys that have ever played this game. And to me, that's what I want my career to be defined by. And the Hall of Fame would just, I think, help me to be able to share that story with all those people out there that find themselves at some crossroads like I was at so many times in my career and say, you know what? You might not get the same opportunities as all these guys standing around me, but what do you do with the ones that you get? We're speaking with NFL Network analyst and Hall of Fame finalist Kurt Warren on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at at Talk of Fame Net. Kurt, as you know, we have another of your teammates up for the Hall, and that's wide receiver Isaac Bruce. What can you tell us about him that Hall of Fame voters should know? I think the biggest thing is that you know, I've been around some, some great receivers, uh, four guys that I believe belong in the Hall of Fame. But when I, when I look at Isaac Bruce, uh, I say best route runner that I ever saw. You know, from a standpoint of how he set the tone in practice, the way he ran routes, the way he set the tone for the entire quote-unquote greatest show on turf team. He was the model of what we were all about. And, you know, when you go back and look at those years, I mean, we had Isaac and Tory and Marshall and Oz and Ricky. You know, so sometimes you look at him and you go, well, he didn't have too many of those breakout years. But he was so consistent, and he was the model of what we did. And the numbers are already great, but I think they would have been greater had he been the focal point of what we did. I mean, he was just that good of a player. You know, and you could see it, and everybody knows it, and that's why he's in consideration. But I think sometimes he doesn't get the consideration he deserves because there were so many other guys that were getting touches and getting the balls. If he was the man on our team, meaning everything went through him, man, he'd probably already be in the Hall of Fame. You know, he, yeah. his numbers would be ridiculous. But because we had so many talented players and so many people knew his skills and were able to, you know, take him away and we were able to have such great success with other guys, he didn't have the gaudy numbers that I think some guys have. But his consistency and the way he went about his job and the way he ran routes, to me, was second to none, better than any of those guys, other guys that I played with that I believe – have skill sets that will get them in the Hall of Fame as well. But, but he was a unique character and a guy that, uh, that really showed me how to be a pro. And I think he did that to so many. And, and you know, just one of the reasons why he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Kurt, thanks so much for the time. And you know what? We're going to see you in Houston. So we'll look for you there. Sounds great. Look forward to it, guys. Thanks, thanks. Kurt. That was Hall of Fame nominee Kurt Warner. Up next, why one of his receivers, yep, the aforementioned Isaac Bruce, belongs in the Hall, too. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Hi, Tom Bodette. Seems like everyone's got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my cat cologne startup, Fail. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. Little Caesars has five hot and ready items at only five bucks each. Choose from a large hot and ready classic, eight-piece Caesar wings, four 20-ounce beverages, family-sized bacon cheddar-loaded crazy bites, or new family-sized cinnamon-loaded crazy bites. It's a deal so great, even my newborn is excited. What's that? She just said cinnamon-loaded crazy bites? Her first words. $5 hot and ready deals, only at Little Caesars. At participating locations plus tax.
Pizza, pizza. The U.S. economy has been getting stronger and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 4.18%, APR 4.35%. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030. If your computer is running slow, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. In minutes, you can activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk that may be slowing down your computer. Increase your computer speed today with MyCleanPC.com. That's MyCleanPC.com. When shopping for car insurance, consider this. GEICO has been saving people money on car insurance for over 75 years. So if you're serious about savings, it's simple. Go to Geico.com. After 75 years, they know how to save you money. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. Talk of Fame Network brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, whose doesn't? Go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. So within minutes, yes, minutes, you can activate MyClean software to clean up and clean out what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Hey, before we get to Isaac Bruce, um, did you guys see that story last week about Mark Gastineau and how doctors diagnosed him with Alzheimer's and Parkinson's? I did. I did. It's a sad story. Uh, it keeps repeating itself. Uh you know, you hear these stories, and I just keep coming back to Paul Tagliabue being a candidate for the for the Hall of Fame. The same guy who called CTE packed journalism and fought the research and uh, uh, and the issue to his final day as uh, as commissioner. Sad. It's very sad, and there's going to be more and more of these things, uh, uh, at least in the short term. Yeah, there's clearly a price for playing football, and it's a steep one. Yeah, Goose. You know, I agree with Ron. Sad, and I, and I think really a sobering story. I mean, the guy's only sixty, and if you read about him, he seemed to have turned his life around, too. Yeah, Ron's right. You know, these sad and sobering stories are not going to end with Mark Gastineau. Football's a violent sport, and there will continue to be concussion concussions. We know the problem. We just don't know the solution. Right. Well, I mentioned earlier that we'd make the Hall of Fame case for former Rams receiver Isaac Bruce, and we, well, well I, will. I'm going to do it now. Isaac Bruce... As you know, it was one of 15 finals for the class of 2017, and you just heard what Kurt Warner had to say about him. I had something to say about him, too, this week on our website, that'd be talkoffamenetwork.com, employing voters like the two that are on here, Rick and Ron, to consider him seriously when we meet in Houston the day before the Super Bowl. Look, guys, I know what he's up against. He's up against a terrific receiver, Terrell Owens, who has bigger numbers and better numbers, but Isaac Bruce was one of the engines that made the greatest show on turf work. I mean, when you think of that offense, you think of Warner, Marshall Falk, and, yeah, Isaac Bruce. He was a four-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl hero, and he caught that 73-yard touchdown pass, of course, with under two minutes left to clinch the Rams' win in Super Bowl 34. Uh, you know the numbers. He ranks fourth in career yardage, 12th in career TDs, 13 career catches, and he was the only, or he was only the second receiver in NFL history to have 15,000 yards in receptions. But more important to me, he played big in big games. 
averaging five receptions and over 17 yards a catch in nine playoff contests. Yeah, look, I know Torrey Holt, who was a teammate, was named to more Pro Bowls and was an all-decade choice, while Isaac Bruce was not an all-decade choice. But Torrey Holt, who I do think is Hall of Fame worthy, uh, also wrote about him earlier this year on the Talk of Fame Network. Um, he strikes me as the Colts' Reggie Wayne to Marvin Harrison, with Bruce acting as the Rams' Marvin Harrison. In other words, the guy you feared. And when I asked Hall of Fame uh, tackle Orlando Pace last summer, who'd he put in the Hall of Fame next? You know what he thought? Yeah, let's see. Isaac Bruce. That's what he said, Isaac Bruce. The reason? Consummate team performer, a leader on and off the field, and the guy opponents double team and try to take away. Plus, former coach Mike Martz had to say on our show, his competitive edge, as Mike said, was the best he'd ever seen. You know what, guys? Works for me. Clark, I think we all agree that the greatest show on turf should have won more than one Super Bowl. You know, the Rams coaches and players we've had on this show have said as much. Do you think the that underachievement has kept Warner, Bruce, and Holt out of can to this point? Yeah, I'll be honest with you, Goose. I, I do. I mean, because we already have three Rams in, right? Um, yeah. With three more, I'm talking about Kurt Warner, Isaac Bruce, and, and Torrey Holt, who is a semifinalist, um, circling Canton. But um, I think guys in there are saying, I'm talking about voters, Ricky Waters. For who? For what? I mean, they, they won one Super Bowl. And it's a good question. Except those voters should have asked the same question of Ron's Raiders in the 70s. Oh. Ouch. Watch it now. Watch it. <laughs> Maybe you may need a Kevlar jacket yourself before we're done here with this old. <laughs> well, you know, I got one real quick question for you. Uh, yeah. A lot of talk about T.O. keeping him out or, or the, the, you yeah. know, debating the two being a problem. Uh, but you mentioned briefly uh, Holt. You think there's any chance that that ends up being the tripping point for could be. for Bruce, yeah. where people say, "Well, wait a minute, yep, he wasn't as good as the other guy." Yeah, it could be because they're going to point to all decade, um, more Pro Bowls. If that's the case, this guy was so good. Why wasn't he an all decade choice? And it's going to be a good question and one that will be debated. And honestly, it'll be the same question, Ron. They'll be asked about Brian Dawkins, John Lynch, Brian Dawkins, all decade, John Lynch. Uh, no, but John Lynch has advanced to the final ten. I'd like to see that happen eventually with Ike Bruce. <laughs> Well, that is the signal that we're near the end of the first half, and it's time to move on to the two-minute drill. So, Derek, you've got the clock. Let's get it moving. Bigger story, Super Bowl 51. Brady Ryan or Brady Goodell? Owens, Hall of Fame Selection Committee. (laughs) Liz and Brady Ryan, we've all lost our minds. (laughs) If New England wins Super Bowl 51, what are Tom Brady's first words to Roger Goodell? I'm sorry I put the league in this predicament. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. I'm sick. (laughs) Just ask the questions. He's going to say, we deflated those Falcons, don't you think, Kamish? (laughs) (laughs) And what are Robert Kraft's? Where's Ron Borges? (laughs) (laughs) Could you hand me that bottle? (laughs) (laughs) The longer Hall of Fame debate. Terrell Owens or Paul Tagliabue? Tagliabue. He hasn't been in the room in a few years. No, tag you, yeah, this, this is going to be timed by the hour hand, not the minute hand. With voters so polarized about these two, should we wear Kevlar vests to this year's meeting? It may be worries to wear Kevlar vests after the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, after reading some of those support letters for tag I think rubber boots to avoid the BS. <laughs> <laughs> More impressive. Tom Brady in his seventh Super Bowl at age 39, or Dick LeBeau returning for his 59th NFL season at age 80? Friend of the show, Dick LeBeau, coming back at 80. Agreed. Dick LeBeau, 
he's gonna outlast Brady, and he's already outlanded Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus. Hey, Jets owner Woody Johnson. Yep, new ambassadors of the UK. True story. What impact is this gonna have on the Jets? More Jets Jaguar games in London in the future. Uh, they might finally get off the runway. <laughs> Green Bay's problem: defense or Olivia Munn? Injuries, injuries, injuries. You ever seen Olivia Munn? She is not a problem. If Matt Ryan wins Super Bowl 51, how soon before you hear future Hall of Famer attached to his name? I expect Joe Buck to christen Ryan and several others during the game. That's right. It'll be before he even lifts the trophy. If PSI results were such a big deal two years ago, how come we haven't heard about them since? Because NFL quarterbacks are no longer deflating footballs. <laughs> or because guys like you, Clarky, wouldn't believe the results anyway unless they exonerated Tom Brady. When does Aaron Rodgers family speak to him again when green bay freezes over <laughs> uh whatever he picks up the phone this one's on the son not the father that is the end of our first hour but stay where you are coming up we're going to hear from the man presenting to to the board of selectors that would be matt mayoko of csn bay area and hall of fame safety kenny houston that's coming up in the next hour on the talk of fame network hi all listeners out there this is dave robinson former green bay Packer hall of famer and you're listening to the talk of fame network This hot and ready sports update is brought to you by Little Caesars. San Diego announced that their football team will be relocating 120 miles north to Los Angeles beginning in the 2017-2018 season. Little Caesars hot and ready pizzas. If your computer is running slow, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. In minutes, you can activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk that may be slowing down your computer. Increase your computer speed today with MyCleanPC.com. That's MyCleanPC.com. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.18%, APR 4.35%. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. Hi, Tom Bodette, trying out one of those standing desks. Now I have the pleasure of working without the nuisance of being comfortable. Not sure a standing desk is for me. I'm really more of a resting couch kind of guy. But there is one thing I can stand behind, and that's Motel 6 offering clean, comfortable rooms still for a great low price. Now, where did I put my sitting chair? I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. What the hell are we waiting on? Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Do you want it or not? Rick Gosselin. Do you understand there's a price to pay? And Clark Judge. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Talk of Fame Network sponsored by Geico, which is 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. You know what? I demand you go 15 minutes ago. 
We're also sponsored by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, let's face it, whose doesn't? You got to go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can activate MyClean software to clean up and clean out what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Welcome back to hour number two of the Talk of Fame Network. We're going to be hearing from Hall of Fame safety Kenny Houston later in this hour. Kenny, as you might know, is the last pure safety to play who's in the Hall of Fame. And he last played in 1980. Of course, Paul Krause was the last pure safety inducted, and that was 1998. But the last to play, that's Kenny Houston. You're going to hear from him later in this hour. First, though, we want to welcome back a friend of the show. That would be CSN Bay Area's Matt Mayoko, our own Matty Ice. Uh, Matt and I covered the 49ers in the 1990s, and he's still covering them, but he's doing more than that. He just joined the Hall of Fame Board of Selectors, and as part of his initiation, yes, part of his initiation, he must present Terrell Owens in two weeks. Matty, first of all, congrats on joining the board, and second, I hope you don't have any plans that evening. going to be a long day. Get your popcorn ready. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's address the obvious. I mean, you have one of the most contentious candidates in recent memory to present, and you know it as well as we do. I mean, a a year ago was a 50-minute discussion, debate, whatever you want to call it, before someone finally said, enough! Enough already. He's not getting in. Let's move on. You weren't there, so you may not know what you're up against, but that doesn't matter. Just tell us how you've gone about getting ready to present Terrell Owens to the board. Well, I mean, it is such a, a complex argument, and, and I, I think I'm familiar, very familiar with, with the arguments on both sides. And with, with T.O., I mean, the, the numbers are unmistakable. You know, they're, that's something, you know, there's no alternate facts when, it, when alternative facts when it comes to what his numbers are, what his accomplishments are, you know, the all-decade team, second all-time in receiving yards, third all-time in, in touchdown receptions. And then, you know, you, you, you try to address and look at, you know, the off-the-field stuff. And, you know, to me, it, it's there's so much conjecture about, you know, what he meant off the field, uh, what, you know, how much of a, of a detriment he was to teams, how divisive he was to teams. But you, I, what I try to do or what I'm going to try to, to do is, is kind of look beyond that and, and say, okay, what exactly, what tangible evidence is there to support or not support that, that he was either, you know, a benefit to his teams or a detriment to his teams? And, you know, when, when you look at it, I mean, I think it's probably pretty clear that, uh, you know, he, uh, he didn't have the greatest relationships with his quarterbacks. Uh, especially, you know, the, the first three that that come to mind, Garcia, McNabb, and Romo. But what, what impact did he have on those teams? And what impact did he have on, on those quarterbacks between the lines? And, and that's the, the tangible evidence that, that I'll try to present on uh, Super Bowl Eve. Matt, I've presented several candidates in the past and generally have a sit-down with them beforehand explaining the process and both the pros and cons of their candidacy. Have you had contact with Owens about his candidacy in your presentation, and how receptive has he been? Yeah, I, I, did, I have spoken to him, and the the first thing I wanted from him was, you know, and I, I tried to explain this, and I tried to you know talk about the probable reasons that that he didn't make it in, and and one of the things he told me was, I don't want to be campaigning uh, and telling people why I should be in, and I told him, I said, you shouldn't be. You know that that's 
that's kind of out of your hands. But where you can help me is to give me, you know, point me in the right direction for some of your teammates, uh, you know, who, who will say those things for you. And so uh, I'm, I must say, I mean, he was very receptive to that. And within an hour, I got four phone calls from from guys that, um, you know, called me up out of the blue. Well, not out of the blue because I asked for it, but the guys who called me and said, uh, hey, I, I want to talk to you about T.O. And then there were a couple other people uh, that, that he had mentioned who I know pretty well, and so I was able to, to get into in contact with those those people as well. So, you know, I, I think that probably one, you know, maybe on the outside people would think that, you know, any teammate that, that Terrell Owens had during the course of his career uh, thought he was a bad teammate. And, and I don't think that that's, you know, I covered the guy for eight years, and you know, did I enjoy covering him? <laughs> you know, most of the time, no. Uh, I mean, I'm very honest about that. But I also recognize that that there, as many teammates or more teammates um, who, who didn't like him did like him. And I, I know in covering him with the 49ers, a lot of times it kind of seemed to be drawn by generational lines. You know, some of the, the older veteran guys didn't necessarily – you know, appreciate the antics and some of the stuff he did while some of the younger guys, uh, I mean, really looked up to him. And one of the interesting things I thought too, and I, you know, this really, really is neither here nor there when it comes to a hall of fame argument, but a lot of the, you know, the undrafted guys, the underdogs, you know, who, who came to the team, I mean, he really embraced those guys and either took them in and lived with them or, or they lived with him or he just, uh, associated with those guys and seemed to always be more comfortable around those guys than maybe some of the you know the big name players or, or the superstars on the teams that, that he played for. Obvious question. This is a, a you know the first time you've done this. Are you nervous about it? Do you expect to be nervous about it? And do you think you understand uh, maybe the significance that this has for the player involved that you're that you're presenting? Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. And, you know, when, when that list came out of, you know, the rundown, you know, it's like, oh, great, you know, the last one. And, you know, I don't know if that's by design knowing, uh, you know, how long it took last year. But, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I've given this a lot of thought and, and will continue to give it a lot of thought and, and talk to some people um, to, to kind of gauge uh, what I'm up against. But, I mean, I think the, the thing that I've I want to do is is you know to present the facts and and to keep it light and and not you know not not make comparisons by diminishing other players uh, to to make Terrell Owens look better. Um, I think that you know on, on the numbers it's clear that I mean those are Hall of Fame numbers and, and then it's it's stripping away some of the other elements that that will make this argument made what made it so contentious from what I understand last year and and what will I'm sure uh, spawn another great debate in, in the room this year so it's you know I, I'm, I'm trying to, to, to focus on you know the, the the diva aspect of it you know how hard he worked uh, the, the one thing that in covering him, and, and like I said, I mean, I we we did not see eye to eye and on a lot of things, and um, we we didn't necessarily have a great working relationship when we were when we were together for eight years with the Forty ers 
but I I cannot even come up with an argument about him on the field, you know, against him on the field. And that goes to the practice field, too. I mean, he was a hard, hard worker. And, you know, everybody knows about Jerry Rice and his work ethic. I mean, Terrell Owens was right there. And Owens, you know, he never took a playoff, which is, you know, kind of the argument about some diva receivers or that he didn't, uh, you know, he, he always fulfilled his assignment if he was – a blocker. He 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 wasn't afraid of contact. He he was able to go in and, and mix it up. So you, you you take everything that he showed on the practice field and, and on the on the game field on the playing field, and you watch him and you go, he's he's the perfect teammate because he he appears to be selfless. Now obviously on the sideline he's he might be screaming and demanding the ball, but I mean, for a guy that that um, there are so many questions about off the field. Well, you you just can't you can't poke any holes into his work ethic and and how seriously he took his job. Hey, Maddie, literally, we've got twenty seconds left. What's your greatest concern? Um, you know, I don't know that I have a concern. I I might have one after this. To kind of see. I mean, I'm kind of going into this, and I'm just very curious to to read the room and and see how it's received. And I mean, I, I think the the concern will will be that uh, that that he that there's the perception that he made his teams worse. Uh, and, and I'm not, I just, I'm not sure that that's the case. And I, I think okay. I have the, the numbers that back up that he didn't make his teams worse. He, he made his teams better. Okay. Well, Maddie, look forward to your presentation. Thanks for the time. And as you said, get your popcorn ready. <laughs> well, Clark, Ron, and your, Goose, and your Kevlar like vest. <laughs> yeah, and your Kevlar vest. That's right. Hey, Maddie, thanks, thanks so much. Okay, no problem at all. That was Hall of Fame voter Matt Mayoko from CSN Bay Area. Up next, our executive orders and Oscar nominations for the playoffs. This is the Talk of Fame Network. This is Robert Kraft, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Hi, Tom Bodette. Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't get modern art. Time was, if you splattered paint on a canvas, it was called a drop cloth. Now, it's called genius. Well, something modern I do appreciate are the newly renovated rooms in Motel 6. Totally updated with all-new everything, still at a great low price. It's like modern art, only it looks good and has a point. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.18%, APR 4.35%. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Get a local or toll-free number or bring your own. See how it works at grasshopper.com. If your computer is running slow, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. In minutes, you can activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk that may be slowing down your computer. Increase your computer speed today with MyCleanPC.com. That's MyCleanPC.com. And now, Geico saving stories. Nikki Peasley was happily married to Scott. However, something between them changed after Scott spent 15 minutes on Geico.com. Constant gifts, chocolates, flowers, like he discovered a cash tree. Cash tree, indeed. 
Unbeknownst to Nikki, Scott had saved hundreds of dollars on their car insurance by switching to Geico. His gifts never stop. Geico, spend 15 minutes and 15% or more in savings could be gifted to you. Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green, the iconic cleaning formula known around the globe. Since being introduced to households and businesses over 35 years ago, the family of Simple Green products has grown. But one thing all of them share is my full commitment to their excellence. Simple Green. Try a Simple Green product today, and if you're not 100% satisfied, I'll refund your money. Visit us at simplegreen.com. Simple Green. Simple Green. Little Caesars has five hot and ready items at only five bucks each. Choose from a large hot and ready classic, eight-piece Caesar wings, four 20-ounce beverages, family-sized bacon cheddar-loaded crazy bites, or new family-sized cinnamon-loaded crazy bites. It's a deal so great, even my newborn is excited. What's that? She just said cinnamon-loaded crazy bites? Her first words. $5 hot and ready deals, only at Little Caesars. At participating locations plus tax. Pizza, pizza. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Gosselin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Speaking of winners, Talk Fame Network is brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper. Get a local, a toll-free number, or just bring your own. See how it works? Go to grasshopper.com. We're also brought to you by mycleanpc.com. If your computer runs slowly, go to mycleanpc.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can activate MyClean software to clean up and clean out what may be slowing it down. That's mycleanpc.com. Well, our new president didn't waste any time getting things done this week. He exercised his executive power to sign several executive actions. Now, I, I'm not, I'm not going to get into what he did, but I, I do want to take this opportunity, this chance to give you guys one shot at an executive action yourself regarding the Hall or the NFL or whatever you want, or both if you want. Uh, anything you want, guys, you can have because you're the executives. So, Goose... You're first. What executive action you got to take? I would expand the class of modern era candidates from five to eight. Here's the problem that we all know well. There are too many qualified candidates and too few spots. There are 32 teams in the NFL more than any other league. There are 22 starters in the NFL more than any other sport by a wide margin. Yet we don't enshrine appreciably more candidates than baseball, basketball, or hockey each year. As a result, too many great players, Hall of Fame worthy players, are falling through the cracks. And uh, there just aren't enough slots to accommodate the greatness. That was a good one, Gooser. Your uh, fans loved it. They did love it. Standing goal. I would uh, change the pass interference rule. If you're going to flag the defense and give them a 50-yard penalty, then if you flag the offense, you get the same amount of yards in the opposite direction. So if it happened 35 yards down the field, you go 35 yards backwards. Why does the defense always get screwed? Always. I applaud that one. Always. I applaud that one, too. Yeah, the fans love that as well. And you know what? I know our producer, Derek Burns, is going to like this one. Surprise, guys. I'm going to revoke that four-game suspension for Tom Brady. Because, you know why? Yeah, Derek, you know. Because it was based on nothing. The NFL penalized one of its greatest players for what? The league's version of jaywalking? That's what. But if that is if... There were any evidence tying him to the alleged crime, which, of course, Derek, we know there was not. Ooh, God, I like that. 
passed out Oscar nominations this week, guys. Not too surprisingly, La La Land dominated with 14. Tyne, Titanic for the most in one year. You guys see it? Saw it. Great flick. Great flick. Love the old musicals, and this was an old-fashioned musical. Tremendous. Ronnie, you see it? Did. Good movie, but it ain't hell or high water. (laughs) What a movie that is. Well, this was a great... I'm I'm with Goose. I thought this was a great movie. I'm going to say it again. Um, Trust me, guys. I I think it was... The movie's much better than the two NFL teams in La La Land, but um, anyway, I mentioned that because... Remember... Earlier this, I think it was this month, or it was a few weeks back, when we had our own Golden Globe Awards, yes. or, or Goose was at the Olden Globes. I, you know what? I can't. I can't remember. I don't know. I, but we passed out awards for the 2016 regular season. Well, now we get to stage our own nominations. Yep, our own Talk of Fame Network Oscar nominations for the playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah, that's right. Playoffs. There'll be three in each category with each of us having a nomination. And yes, just to make sure you understand, there can be duplicates. So let's get started. Gooseman, you up first. First category, best performance in a starring role. Aaron Rodgers for his final offensive snap against the Cowboys, third and 22 from his own 32, 12 seconds left in regulation. He thread the 35-year-old yard pass to his tight end on the sideline that not only put the Packers in field goal position at the Dallas 33, but also stopped the clock with three seconds left. We've come to expect great plays from Aaron Rodgers at the end of games, and this was yet another one. Good one. Uh, Julio Jones. You can't stop that guy with a machine gun. Trump's trying to get him deported, Joe. He thinks he's from Mexico. (laughs) Julio. Uh, (laughs) No one could stop him in the NFC. Well, now we're going to find out if the Patriots uh, can do anything. And the mastermind of defense, Bill Belichick, is staying up day and night trying to figure out what he's going to do with Julio Jones. And if he has an answer, everybody will be copying it. Ron, I'm going to your backyard, surprisingly. I'm going to nominate hmm, Tom Terrific. Yep, Tom Brady. First three touchdowns, whatever, 300 and some yards. The Patriots' destruction of Pittsburgh. Yep. It wasn't just the performance, though, Ron, that I liked. Nuh-uh. It was what was at stake put Brady and the Patriots in their seventh Super Bowl, dating back to 2001. Um, next category, Gooseman. Best performance in a supporting role. I'm going back to Green Bay. Wide receiver Randall Cobb. When uh, Aaron Rodgers' favorite receiver Jordy Nelson went down with broken ribs against the Giants, Cobb stepped up his game, caught five passes, 116 yards, and three touchdowns. Then he led the team with seven receptions against the Cowboys, added six more to touchdown against Atlanta. Not a bad second option. Well, for me, I like to, uh, I, I take this seriously, best supporting actor, so I'm taking somebody from the shadows. Patriots defensive tackle, Alan Branch, who has stuffed more holes than the little Dutch boy in the dike. It's <laughs> unbelievable the way he plays two-gap defense. Now he's as wide as two-and-a-half gaps, so that makes it easier. But he helped him shut down Lamar Miller. They shut down Le'Veon Bell and knocked him out of the game, and they shut down D'Angelo Williams. And they haven't allowed, they allowed uh, one rushing touchdown, uh, since the eighth game of the season, and that was last uh, weekend, a meaningless one to, to Williams. Uh, and Alan Branch is a big reason why, emphasis on the word big. He is a big load of poles. I'm going to follow the goose man. I usually do. I'm going to Green Bay. You get the uh, Green Bay kicker Mason Crosby for his 56-yard and 51-yard field goals in the last two minutes of that Dallas game, and they were the biggest kicks, Ron, I think, probably, or goose, maybe you agree, uh, since Adam Venturi was with New England. And field goals that had Jerry Jones saying, goose, how about them Packers? <laughs> Next up, best game, Gooseman. 
I was there, Dallas Green Bay. The best games in seemingly every playoffs tend to be the road upsets. Home teams are 8-2 this postseason. The Packers saved us with a great game, a great upset of a top-seeded team. Uh, for me, it was Pittsburgh, Kansas City, old-fashioned defense, old-fashioned fist fight. Uh, winner does it without scoring a touchdown. Uh, and in the end, it comes down to a two-point conversion try and an official call. Uh, call. Old-school football with old-school drama. Sorry, Ron. To me, this one was easy. Dallas Green Bay. Okay, next up, best documentary, Goose. I'll go with a fighting chance, something that road teams didn't have this postseason. Ooh, a fighting chance. That's a good one. Hell or High Water, starring Mike Tomlin, who says, I'm playing zone defense against that Brady. Come hell or high water. Or touchdown after touchdown. 22 touchdowns, zero picks in the times they've played him. He's 6-1 and one against him. But hell or high water, zone defense. That's the second time you've referenced hell or high water. You love that documentary. I love that. Yeah. Love well, the one I love is Roger and Me. You know, the real-life story of the NFL commissioner and his travels to every NFL stadium except... Foxborough, where he was remembered last weekend by fans, including Ron. I think you were there. I think you were chanting that. I think you were serenading him. I had a sign. What were you saying? Where's Roger? <laughs> Good question. I don't know where he was. Oh, where he's in Atlanta. That's right, where he was the week before. Okay, next up. Best been decision on our by show a head coach. More recently that he's been in Foxborough, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> next up, Goose Man. Best decision by a head coach. Bill Belichick for taking the ball and not deferring after winning the coin toss in the AFC title game. Patriots drove for field goal in the opening possession. Take the lead. They wouldn't relinquish. Patriots up 10 nothing. End of first quarter. Game over. That was a good one. Uh, Mike Tomlin for calling out Antonio Brown's locker room cinematography and making him make a public apology for it. Best move? I'm going with the goose man, Bill Belichick. Best move? He started Tom Brady in both playoff games. Hey, Speaking of awards, guys, when we return, we're going to hear from someone who has plenty of them. You know what? From people in high places, too. That'd be Hall of Fame safety, Kenny Houston. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. This is Kevin Mawai, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Little Caesars has five hot and ready items at only five bucks each. Choose from a large hot and ready classic, eight-piece Caesar wings, four 20-ounce beverages, family-sized bacon cheddar-loaded crazy bites, or new family-sized cinnamon-loaded crazy bites. It's a deal so great, even my newborn is excited. What's that? She just said cinnamon-loaded crazy bites? Her first words. $5 hot and ready deals only at Little Caesars at participating locations plus tax. Pizza, pizza. Geico presents Unanswerable Questions. Why are yawns contagious? What makes some ketchup fancy? Or the big one. Why doesn't everyone switch to Geico when they could save 15% or more on car insurance? However, you could be a part of the answer by switching to Geico and saving hundreds for yourself. Money you could use to purchase bottle after bottle of the fanciest of ketchups. Geico, the answer to savings. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. 
Hi, Tom Bodette. Seems like everyone's got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my cat cologne startup, fail. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Hey, Ron Borges. Yes, sir. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? You should have called 15 minutes ago. You can use the money. Smart man. You should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. Listen to Ron Borges. Go. Hey, Ken Houston is one of only seven pure safeties in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. More importantly, he was the last of the seven to leave the playing field, retiring after the 1980 season. And the Hall of Fame Selection Committee has not found a safety in the 36 years since then worthy of a bust in Kenton. True story. With three safeties among the finalists for the class of 2017, we thought it'd be a good time to catch up with one of the best ever to play the position. Kenny was named to the NFL's 75th anniversary team, and now... Now he's a member of our team. Kenny Houston, welcome to the show. Thank you guys so very much for having me on. Hey, Ken, 36 years is a long time to go without enshrining a player from any position group. Why do you think the committee has such little regard or respect for the safety position? You know, um, first of all, I wasn't aware of that until you guys reminded me. And it's it's interesting because, um, you know, when they say, most people say safety and they go free safety, uh, strong safe to com- combine the position. And I really wasn't aware of that and, and hadn't looked into it. But once you reminded me of it, I, I went back to see what made it different, you know. And um, there are a lot, there's a lot of specification now. You know, you have safety coming in to play the run. You have safety coming in to play the pass. And I think the only possibility that I can think of was I was a combination between both. And, um, I, if I can say this, I made 12 Pro Bowls. Um, I had 49 interceptions, and for the longest, I think 35 years, I had a record for the most interceptions uh, returned for touchdowns. And not, not, not being braggadocious or anything like that. I just wanted to see what separated because there are some excellent faces out there. What in your mind makes a great safety? Is it the interceptions? Is it the tackling skills? Is it the coverage skills? Is it you know running the the, the back end of the defense and making sure people are in the in the in the right uh, coverages? What is it? I think I think of uh, especially you have a strong safety and you have a free safety. At the strong safety position, you have to be doable because you're always taking on those guards. You know, uh, you have great tight ends. You have to cover the tight end and. Um, Back when I was playing, we didn't shift sides sometimes, so you end up covering a wide receiver. And so instead of running across the formation, you just broke out and you covered whoever came to your side. So I ended up covering uh, wide receivers. I was an offensive center middle linebacker in college, so I was not tough, but I was used to hitting uh, guards and, and tackles and stuff like that. So that wasn't new to me at that position. The thing that was new really was the coverage, you know. And after I got the coverage down, I would like to think, not ever dreaming that I would be a Hall of Famer. It did not cross my mind. Uh, I tell people a story all the time. 
they called and told me that uh, I was one of the 25 or 30 finalists. And I remember cutting an article out, and I told my wife, I said, if I ever have kids, they're going to say this and show them that I was uh, nominated or you know, for the football Hall of Fame. So it, it never dawned on me. Even until the last day, uh, I didn't think about myself as a Hall of Fame player. We're speaking of a Hall of Fame player and safety, Ken Houston, on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at Talk of Fame Net. And, Kenny, since you mentioned Hall of Fame players, uh, you played against some Hall of Fame quarterbacks and some great ones. Bradshaw, Dawson, Fouts, Greasy, Namath, Stable, you name it, uh, Staubach, Tarkenden, in the 70s. Um, which of those quarterbacks gave you the most trouble? The scrambling quarterback, Tarkenton, Staubach. Uh, they, they, once they broke the time limit, you know, you, you cover 1,001, cover 1,002, and cover 3. And um, after that, it really becomes a foot race or who's going to get to who, you know. And so if a guy could uh, break the pocket and scramble, he always caused a lot of problems. And playing Starback twice a year, he would be one of those kind of guys who uh, gave me problems because it actually, you know, he's going to want to pass. And uh, Tarkin was the same way. As a matter of fact, Tarkin ended up going into the hall with uh, me. And uh, not saying the other quarterbacks were not good. Uh, name was, was in our division. We played him twice a year. He was a very, very good passer, great competitor. Lynn Dawson had the moving pocket, had a huge team around him. So you're talking about all the quarterbacks are good, but uh, to me, the Stratman caused the most problems. Kenny, there, there are three safeties on the ballot for the class of 2017. Kenny Easley, Brian Dawkins, and John Lynch. Did you watch them? Do you have any opinion of their careers and or their candidacies? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I watched all three of those safeties. Um, uh, I think early in their career, Kenny Easley probably made uh, the biggest impact for the amount of years that he played. Brian Dawkins um, had the longevity. Um, he was the name, and he was all that. And John Lynch, in my opinion, was the hitter. I don't think that there was anybody in the league to hit as hard as John Lynch. So they all brought something to the game that, uh, you know, a, a bought something to that position <clears throat> that is really needed. And... Um, you know, when you look at that group, uh, any one of them, all of them are deserving, and uh, you'll wonder who's going to make it. Well, Kenny, I'm uh, actually the uh, guy this year is going to have to make the case for Kenny Easley, and he was a all-decade selection of the 80s, as you know, and has waited 25 years now to get into the room for the first uh, time as a senior committee nominee. And the reason for that slight seems to be, as you mentioned, you know, the, the length of his career, seven years. Uh, and he was cut short, of course, by kidney disease, not from the normal sort of injury. How important, in your mind, is longevity, and how does uh, how does it apply or not apply in the case of Easley? You know, I, I think it has to apply because if I were to ask you right now, who's the probably the most popular guy in football in the NFL? He played on a short period of time, but he's as popular as anybody up there. But he's not on the Hall of Fame ballot. Who would you tell me? Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Absolutely. Okay. Wow. And so when you, yeah. And so when you hear of guys that didn't play the the length of time that it is, is a norm, I guess, for Hall of Famers, you'd have to think, what do you open up that can of worms? You know. And I'm not saying that the guys not deserving gifts. Players went in on short numbers. Barry Sanders went on short numbers. Both of them are great, great players. <clears throat> but you have players that played the 14. As Jim Marshall played 20. And stuff like that. So, you know, like, 
uh, you have to ask yourself the question, how long do you have to play the game in it? Can I go in and have five great years? They have a great uh, defensive end down here in Houston. <clears throat> and he's been, uh, I guess, all the uh, three years in a row. And he has the back, he has back surgery now. And so the question would come up, is he a Hall of Famer? Because I've heard it before, you know. And so if he didn't play anymore, would he be a Hall of Famer? But he's going to play three years. And then you have guys uh, who play 15, 17, 20 years, and they're waiting and have, like you said, some of these guys here waited for 25 or 30 years to get in. You know, that's something that's going to have to be left up to um, you guys or the group of writers. I always say this, and I asked this question to Rick yesterday. If I ask you who's the fastest man in the world, what would you tell me? Who would you tell me? Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt, right. What, what would you tell me Usain Bolt? Got the gold medal, got the clock clock time. That's exactly what I'm saying. you got to have the numbers. Mm. It's not what you think. It's not who you think ought to be in there. It's the guy that has the numbers. Right. And that's why I was kind of, you know, I, I watched that because I'd never compare. I'd have anything to compare my numbers to. So, and I'm telling you, as honest as I know how, I had no idea that I was Hall of Famer. I had watched the game the year before. I was coaching up there with Fallers uh, at the time, and I think it was Charlotte Taylor and Namath and somebody else that I was so excited for them, uh, because I thought and I knew that they were Hall of Famers. So in my, in, in my mind, and I know you guys have a tough job. You have a tough job. But the deal is, you have numbers that you can look at. And so the number, if the numbers are not there, whatever numbers you go by, you know, then that's what makes the call. Kenny, you're right. We do have a tough job. Our toughest job right now is we got to say goodbye to you. We're out of time. Oh, thanks boy. so much. <laughs> thanks so much for talking to us. And you know what? We're going to see you in Canton this summer. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll do that. Thanks, thanks Kenny. Kenny. Thanks, Kenny. That was former safety Kenny Houston, who was the last pure safety inducted to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Coming up next are Renai Game Changers of the Week. And just a hunch, but you'll find a New England Patriot in there. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Hey, this is Brian Mitchell, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. And now, Geico Saving Stories. Nikki Peasley was happily married to Scott. However, something between them changed after Scott spent 15 minutes on Geico.com. Constant gifts, chocolates, flowers. Like he discovered a cash tree. Cash tree, indeed. Unbeknownst to Nikki, Scott had saved hundreds of dollars on their car insurance by switching to Geico. His gifts never stop. Geico, spend 15 minutes and 15% or more in savings could be gifted to you. Little Caesars has five hot and ready items at only five bucks each. Choose from a large hot and ready classic, eight-piece Caesar wings, four 20-ounce beverages, family-sized bacon cheddar-loaded crazy bites, or new family-sized cinnamon-loaded crazy bites. It's a deal so great, even my newborn is excited. What's that? She just said cinnamon-loaded crazy bites? Her first words. $5 hot and ready deals, only at Little Caesars. At participating locations plus tax. Pizza, pizza. The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.18%, APR 4.35%. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. 
As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Make and receive business calls using our iPhone and Android apps. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Join over 250,000 small businesses who stay connected with Grasshopper. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Hey, Ron Borges. Yes, sir. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? It means 15 minutes ago I made the call and saved some money. Smart man. It means you should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. Tell you where else you should go. MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, I mean minutes, you can activate MyClean software to clean up and clean out what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We don't want to end this program without acknowledging the passing of a good and longtime friend of ours, and that would be former columnist Edwin Pope of the Miami Herald, who was a Hall of Fame voter for 39 years and who passed away last week at the age of 88. Yeah, he was a, a true Southern gentleman. You know, I served with him for more than half of his 39 years on the committee. He was someone who cared about his profession and about football. And, and Ron, at a giant of the industry, right? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, a legendary guy, huge guy in, in Miami where he spent most of his career. And a guy who loved them dolphins, let me tell you. I'll never forget he him did. in the Hall of Fame meeting one day when Cooch didn't get in. And he it was a break, and he was on his cell phone. Coach, you can't believe it, but they didn't put you in again. You know, he was hurt. I think he was hurting worse than Cooch. Yeah, well, I, Goose, I'm with you because what I remember most about him is his kindness. I mean, he was always, always the gentleman. Uh, anyway, Edwin Pope, gone too soon at the age of 88. Hey, Goose, uh, we promised our listeners the Renai Game Changer of the Week. And you know what? There were no Cowboys out there last weekend, so that means no Renai Homer of the Week. So can you do this? <laughs> Yes, sir. Referee Terry McCauley. He officiated the AFC title game and let the players play. His crew threw only five penalty flags. There were only two games all season long with fewer penalty flags than the AFC title game. The best officials are those who are invisible. His crew was invisible last weekend, and they allowed the best team to win the game on the field. Well, uh, my Renai game changer is an unusual pick. I'm going for Steelers defensive coordinator Keith Butler. Uh, he's the winner because he refused to change his game. <laughs> played the same zone defense as they played that Brady is a just game changer. <laughs> he changed the game by not changing his game. <laughs> well, I'm going to stay right where you are, Ron. I'm going with Patriots wide receiver Chris Hogan, who played your favorite sport, lacrosse. Yes. Good player. <laughs> at Penn State. At Penn State. But he played our favorite sport better last week. Catching nine passes for a Patriots playoff record of 800, oh, 800, yeah, 180 yards and two touchdowns. So, you know what, Ron? On behalf of Patriots fans everywhere, like you, thank you, Buffalo. <laughs> Amazing. Gave them away. Win or lose, guys, Matt Ryan will make history when he trots onto the field at the Super Bowl with the NFL's highest scoring offense. And it's because of the number on his back, two. In the 50 previous Super Bowls, no starting quarterback has ever worn number two. 
It will mark the second consecutive Super Bowl that a new number has shown up at the quarterback position. Last February, Cam Newton became the first Super Bowl quarterback to wear jersey number one. Ryan will be facing long odds in this Super Bowl on two different fronts. First off, he has to find a way to beat the Patriots, who are appearing in their record ninth Super Bowl. New England is looking to join Dallas and San Francisco by reclaiming a fifth Lombardi trophy. Secondly, it's the number on the opposing quarterback's back. Tom Brady wears number 12, and quarterbacks wearing that number have won more Super Bowls than any other number, 15 of them. No other jersey number is even close. Quarterbacks wearing jersey number 16 have won a runner-up nine times. Brady, of course, has four of those Super Bowl victories. Terry Bradshaw also won four wearing number 12. Joe Namath, Roger Staubach, Bob Greasy, Ken Stabler, and Aaron Rodgers also have done the number 12 proud on Super Sundays. And the downside for number 12, more quarterbacks have lost Super Bowls wearing jersey number 12 than any other. That would be an even dozen. Jim Kelly has four of them, and Brady himself, two. With Ryan Start, the starting quarterback in Super Bowls has worn every jersey number, one through 19, except for one, number six. So good luck next season, Jay Cutler. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Quick question, Goose. Any other number twos in history come to mind when you're thinking of uh, championship potential quarterbacks? Ron, the only other guy I can think of off the top of my head was the guy who wore 22 at Boston College and number two with your Patriots, Doug Flutie. So, Ron, what's number two all about with those Eagles from Boston College? Yeah, hey, Goose, if, if Matt Ryan loses, doesn't this make it easy for him? All he has to do is say, I'm number two. I'm number two. That would make <laughs> it in Ron and Tom Brady's number 12. that was a joke guys i didn't hear anything anyway there's the whistle that we're near the end so derek start the clock we're going to the two minute drill why did fox reject a super bowl ad featuring a border wall the super bowl is about sports not politics wrong mexican americans watch fox too the nfl is moving the commissioner's super bowl press conference from friday to wednesday why the NFL Network needed some Wednesday programming. Commissioner, uh, uh, Commissioner Goodell was hoping that you, Clark, would not be arriving until Thursday. He is wrong. What's your first question to him? Are you going to the game Sunday? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. That's good a one. very good. Uh, I was going to ask him when his prohibition against defense will end. Pro Bowl returns to Orlando this weekend. What gets better ratings, that or Green Acres reruns? If the NFL was serious about TV ratings, they'd have the Cowboys play the NFL All-Stars. Probably be Green Acres. Personally, I'm a Walton's family guy. Hey, guys, how soon before I can wear my free Brady T-shirt in Houston? I hadn't realized you'd ever taken it off. <laughs> really? you got to launder that thing, man. Kyle Shanahan, Mike Shanahan, or Brendan Shanahan? I'll take the only one in the Hall of Fame, Brendan Shanahan. I'll take the same guy, but for a different reason. I'm a law and order guy. When does Roger Goodell next visit Foxborough? Next season, season opener, Thursday night. Clark, nobody visits Foxborough. You <laughs> visit Paris. <laughs> <laughs> How much do owners really regret the Chargers going to L.A.? Not as much now as when they received that first gate receipt from that 27,000-seat stadium. Actually, once they get the relocation fee, they won't care about the gate. How should Seattle be punished for not disclosing that Richard Sherman injury? Strip them of a fifth-round draft pick. That's the round they found Sherman. Pete, Pete Carroll should be forced to sit in a room and act mean. Why hasn't Dr. Data been tapped for a cabinet position? 
it's apolitical, I deal with numbers, not crises. Because he relies on real facts, not alternate facts. Okay, then. Why wasn't Ron invited to the inauguration? He was busy shoveling snow in Boston. Better than that, he was spending weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Julio Jones, Sam and KC Jones, or me and Julio down by the schoolyard? Hands down, Hall of Fame finalist, Jerry Jones. Oh, <laughs> there's the homer. Oh, Quincy Jones, smooth music, and Peggy Lipton. <laughs> We'd like to thank Kurt Warner, Kenny Houston, and Matt Mayoka for joining us, Derek Burns for producing us, and you for listening to us. If you'd like to listen to this or any podcast, just go to our website. That'd be talkoffamenetwork.com or dial us up on iTunes or your podcast app. Otherwise, tune into this station at this time next week. We'll be here, and we hope you will be too. This is Robert Kraft, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. The U.S. economy has been getting stronger, and home values have been increasing. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Many of our clients have been taking cash out of their homes, a strategy that might work for you. The smart move is for you to refinance your mortgage right now with Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.18%, APR 4.35%. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Hi, Tom Bodette. Seems like everyone's got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my cat cologne startup, fail. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Make and receive business calls using our iPhone and Android apps. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Join over 250,000 small businesses who stay connected with Grasshopper. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. This hot and ready sports update is brought to you by Little Caesars. San Diego announced that their football team will be relocating 120 miles north to Los Angeles beginning in the 2017-2018 season. Little Caesars hot and ready pizzas. If your computer is running slow, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. In minutes, you can activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk that may be slowing down your computer. Increase your computer speed today with MyCleanPC.com. That's MyCleanPC.com.